0: Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. As always, thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. We hope we share some fun memories and some laughs on today's podcast. Scott joins me today to answer your listener questions. We get some great questions about the logistics of Marathon Weekend and a family that some family members have to fly out early on Sunday morning, the morning of the marathon. And are they going to be able to get out on Mears Connect for a 7 a.m. flight. We think it's going to be a little hairy, but we'll talk through that on today's show. We also have a question about linking tickets when you do not have a room reservation. We discuss that. We also talk about staying, staying at Saratoga Springs. Best places to request your room for if you're booked in a preferred room over there. Where to watch the Super Bowl with your family. We talk about that. And how to surprise your kid with a Walt Disney World vacation. These and many more topics coming your way on today's podcast. As always, our shows are brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We would love your support, and we would love it if you'd book your next vacation with us over at The Magic for Less. We help you plan those Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trips. Just swing by themagicforless.com, fill out that free, no obligation quote form, and an agent will get back to you right away, and we're going to get you the best deal possible on that Disney vacation for no additional cost to you. So check them out today over at The Magic for Less. Dot com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link, especially during this busy holiday season. That one extra click takes you right back to the Amazon site and it supports everything we do here on the show. It's BRGuestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the BR Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. I cannot thank you enough for that. And our patrons get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to get that come on over patreon.com Slash, be our guest podcast.
1: Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage.
0: Welcome to episode 2,190 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com, and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week, and we are just eight days away from Turkey Day, so you better be getting yourself prepared to be eating the bird and having the stuffing and the... I read on the internet today, no kidding, this morning when I was on the treadmill doing my cool down, that there could possibly be a cranberry shortage in the United States this year. Please tell me that isn't so because I do love some cranberry sauce with ocean spray or whatever right out of the can. My mother-in-law hooks it up every year. She gets it. It still has the rings on it. You just kind of slice it, you know, right there. Oh, if they, it's got to be there. But I mean, right now we're in that season here in the States. I know Canada, you had yours about six, seven weeks ago. But I mean, I could, right now I'm talking about it. I can almost taste the turkey, see the football on the TV. I mean, I've been listening to Christmas music for weeks now, but we are so close to one of my favorite holidays of the year because no pressure, right? No presents. All you got to do is eat and watch football and just kind of uh, enjoy the season. So joining me today, I'm sure he's also a huge fan of thanksgiving because one of his favorite restaurants is liberty tree tavern i can tell you that it's a friend of mine up in the mitten scotty g scotty g what's going on wednesday uh, here on a wednesday
1: happy wednesday mike when uh, when you're married to a beautiful lady that was born on thanksgiving day you just naturally have right. to love thanksgiving that's right um but yeah thanksgiving Good holiday, good Eden, and, but the worst part about it is that I have to suffer another Lions loss every Thanksgiving. Now, don't get me wrong, I love the fact that the Lions play on Thanksgiving. A lot of people are like, a lot of people hate on that. Oh, we need a better team out there, you know, but that's our one, like, that's our Super Bowl every year. is the Thanksgiving game day. Just let us have, it, you know, like, let us have that, all the attention on the Lions for one day, so... I love Thanksgiving because everyone else gets to see my torturous Lions. You guys are on a winning streak, those who record two games in a row. Two games in a row. I
0: mean, the Rams are doing terrible, which warms my heart, really, right now. Um, Just saying, three wins all year. And we get the
1: Bills this year. So, one of the better teams in the NFL. So, it could get ugly quick. (laughs) Well, hey, man, they found found a good way to
0: lose this past week. Anyway, so I was going to ask you, though, about that because, you know, I forgot the Lions and the connection. Like, the Cowboys also play every year here in the States on Thanksgiving. Have you ever gone to one of those Thanksgiving games? And and what is are are Detroit people like excited that you have to play on Thanksgiving every year? or it is because I don't know if I'd want to go because I'd want to be at home on Thanksgiving. You know, like so that's kind of how I fall into.
1: Like I fall into like I want to be on on home or I I travel a lot on Thanksgiving. I go down to Walt Disney World a lot because it's Elizabeth's birthday too, so we tie it into a long weekend because their school is out too. But anyway, dude, it is huge. All right, like. You know, you know, the Macy's Day parade, you know, you see it like on New York City, mm-hmm. on NBC, but there's a equivalently good parade that happens in Detroit. Like it is a whole event, like all day in Detroit. So you had the big uh, Detroit parade, you know, where you got the floats and all the bands and everything. And then it's historically like it used to be like our one sellout game too, because we used to get blocked out like, you know, like back in yeah, the day because yeah, Detroit yeah. could, the Lions couldn't sell enough tickets for the game. So you can even catch it on TV. But that was always the one game you were, for sure, on because they always sold out, um, you know, the, the Thanksgiving game. It is a huge tradition. Everyone comes out for it. Everyone loves it. Everyone – I mean, it's a good thing to do for your family, too. Like, hey, you know, let's go to the Lions game this year and, like, We'll Get something to eat downtown Detroit after the game instead of cooking a turkey this year. That's you know, crazy, like, yeah. That's, I've always yeah, wondered yeah.
0: that because you know, with that in Dallas, you know, the, the how the traditions are probably different. You always a lot of times you'd have Madden call in the game, you'd have the turducken, you know, yeah. right there after the game in the Silver Dome, the Pontiac Silver Dome. I oh, remember the that. Pontiac oh Silver dome. back in the, I mean, we watched it every I mean, of course, everybody in the States you know watches and it, everyone, it's part of yeah. our tradition, even you know, from different parts of the country. So that's pretty cool. That's why that, I love it. Oh, my gosh. It, but, I mean, again, you fall asleep for three quarters of the game because you're just like, oh, oh, I'm so full. Oh, man. That's I part can't of wait reason why day the days. Lions have the 1230
1: <laughs> kick. <laughs> because, like, but, I, but when do you, I know this is not our Thanksgiving episode, and I'm going down on a tangent, but when do you normally eat? Because, like, I feel like I've always eaten early. Yeah, we eat early. My eating yep. has to be with the Lions because it's, our football team. So we got to always have the turkey when the lions are on. So we always eat early
0: and we host. So we have about 20 people over it's Pam's whole family and we eat about noon. So I mean, so the food starts getting coming out like the stuff, because we have the the world famous, my grandma's dressing balls, right? So we take dressing and make them into balls so, those start rolling out about 10 o'clock in the morning. So, I'm just eating from then on. Dude, this is like, boom, I take one, take one, take one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've probably consumed 3,000 calories before noon hits. I mean, I'm yeah. just like, done. But, yeah, we, we officially sit down for dinner, we call it, but it's at noon. And then, you know, by 4 o'clock, you're having your second to, you know, yeah. second meal, and it just continues on.
1: <laughs> I know we're going to talk about Thanksgiving probably more next week. I don't know how this <laughs> turns into the Thanksgiving <laughs> episode. I love it. But get this, like, we don't host, so... It, I mean, my mother has been gone for a couple of years, so how it used to be, though, is like we always went to my parents for like the Lions game, and then we had to have Thanksgiving dinner around two at Elizabeth's parents. So like I I was always so full when I would go to Elizabeth's parents because I've already had like a full dinner like two hours ago. When I I was a kid. So the timing was always difficult for me. That's why I like to travel, go to Walt Disney World, and just focus on the one meal. Like I don't have to worry about family members or anything. When I was a kid, this should be a Mike in the Midwest
0: episode, actually. But here's the deal. Like when I was a kid, we used to have to go to both sets of grandparents, right? Because they're both in our town of Florence. They'd live five minutes from each other. So you go to one, you know, and have a whole on Thanksgiving dinner because both my grandmas, they would be offended. Like if you didn't eat like 10 times more than a human should eat, right? I mean, so like you go to the second grandma and you're just like so full because the first grandma had jammed, you know, so much regular food in you. Then you had to have two servings of dessert. You know, and you had to take a doggy bag home with you. And then the other grandma's like, what, you don't like my cooking? I'm like, no, I've had 7,000 calories of food, you know, like 15 minutes ago. It took us five minutes to get here, you know, and she'd be fired up. It was just, oh, my gosh. But, yeah, anyway. Struggles. Eight days. Eight days. Anyway, so, hey, speaking of holidays and all these American traditions, the first question of the day comes from Caitlin, who we don't know exactly where she's from, but she's uh, 1,299 miles from the world, and her email says Super Bowl Saratoga Springs. Hey, Mike, Ricky, Pam, and Scott, my family of four—two girls, aged seven and nine/slash ten—I guess uh, should be turning ten—we'll uh, be staying at Saratoga Springs for ten nights in February. We were wanting your opinions on where to watch the Super Bowl, as well as which section of the resort you would request. As we have booked preferred, as I understand that would mean the Springs or Congress Park. The main pool, High Rock Springs, will be closed for refurbishment during our stay as well, so I'm not sure the Springs will have any advantage over Congress Park. This will also be our first time staying deluxe. We usually stay at Pop or All Stars, so we're very interested in the extended evening hours. Is it worth it to go on these nights? How are the crowds? Thanks, Caitlin. All right, Scotty G. This one really has. I'm gonna, because you're a Saratoga Springs fan, and I've only hung out with you. I've only stayed at the treehouses for a brief moment, like a decade ago, um, with Pam when we did a live show there, which was awesome. But that's a unique thing. Um, my vote, though, with them saying to staying at Saratoga Springs, a great place to watch a Super Bowl, really with kids. I, I know it's weird. Splitsville, that's where I would. That'd be a party, and the kids would have something to do good bar foods i mean it's like super bowl food tons of tvs and i'm sure they're gonna have events going on but i would say splitsville because you could walk right over so what about you where yep. would you watch it if you're saying it's saratoga
1: splitsville for sure um you know that is a great spot we watched a we watched a Pants. non like big event i mean actually yep. it's kind of big event it was tom brady taking on the patriots for the first time um you know so that yep. was a pretty big event yeah and it was like we were comfortable tons of seats. Like we even asked to not even sit. Like we we're like, Oh, it doesn't matter what we said. We don't have to sit. We don't have to see the game. No, we just wanted food. But like you watch, we had like seven TVs, like, yeah. you know, around us. Yeah. Yeah. I know we had 17 TVs <laughs> and we didn't even ask to be seated near a TV. That's how that worked out. So, um, that's a great spot to be and Like the kids could be entertained too, you know, cause there's like, I mean, they could just run around. Like it's kind of easier another alternative i would say just if you want to just keep it chill at your resort is possibly like the turf club lounge but but it might be more adult centric you know because it's more of like a lounge but it's uh, attached to the turf club which is at saratoga springs there if i memory serves me right there's a tv in there a lot has changed over the years like you can you could experience one thing and then boom like you know five months later that tv that could be gone who knows but that would be another good spot, but Splitsville would be my number one choice for sure for the Super Bowl.
0: My backup spot would be, uh, I, do, I, I love Rick's Lounge over at Coronado. I know that's, that would be a pain to get to from Saratoga because what you'd probably do at that point is walk over to Disney Springs, catch a bus to Saratoga if you don't have a car. That's what I would do, but
1: it's, it's they a can good keep place. It at, like they it. can keep it at the Springs, too. Like uh, City Works would be yeah, another City great place. Works. Lots of TVs there. Yeah,
0: And, I mean, Super Bowl night, everybody's going to have something. I wouldn't even be surprised if places have, like, those inflatable screens like they do movies under the stars with the Super Bowl on yeah. certain places. So uh, just what I would do is it check in, ask, because they're going to have a plan two, three days probably prior to the Super Bowl, especially if, like, the Bucks are in it or something. You know, some, like, the Dolphins. I mean, the do- Tua. He's tearing it up, man. You know, if you got a Florida team or, you know, some Southeastern team, it won't be the Panthers or the Falcons or anything like that, but, you know, who knows. All right, so let's get to Saratoga. First First of all, first time staying Deluxe, you're going to have a, an amazing stay at Saratoga. But where would you recommend they stay? Their book preferred. What
1: What do you like about Saratoga? So, yes, you talked about Congress Park and, like, the Springs area. That's a great area to be, and I, I would just stick with that. Like, the Springs area is awesome, like, depending on your view, you might have a view of Disney Springs, like looking over, like, you know, the Sasagula, and then you can see like all like the, I mean, everyone knows what like the sight line looks like. It's, it's awesome. gorgeous from that side too. So, and you can walk there. I will, I will say though, like you hear this a lot. Everyone's like, Oh, you can walk there. And, like, it is a hike still though. Like granted. Yes. Like you can walk there from Saratoga Springs but you. It's, it takes some work. Um, like I prefer taking the boat personally. Um, I love taking the boat over there, but if you're staying on the spring side, then you got to walk over to the turf club, which is like where the, where the boat is. And like that, then you're already like halfway done with your walk, you know? So like walking will probably still be the best option.
0: And and Diane um, offers here in the live chat, the paddock pool and areas. Great two nearby bus stop.
1: So, I mean, it's, it's just that, great to hear people's opinions here in the chat. So that's what I was about to get. That was, that's what I was about to get to next. So she was talking about the high Springs pool being down for refurbishment. Don't, don't fret on that. That is actually my least favorite pool at Saratoga Springs because it's so busy. I mean, I granted now that it's down, it's going to make the other pools a little bit busier. Um, but it's kind of a slower time of year. You know, early February might not be like full house at Saratoga Springs. But the good news is there's so many other pools and the paddock pool is great. Um, it's like another like mini like feature pool. You know, you can get food and all that. It has a slide. It has a couple. It has like a little kitty area. It has like the main pool over the paddock. But then there's the the grandstand pool which is another classic. Sometimes there's even food there. Mike, there's three pools of Saratoga where you can possibly get food. Like, how awesome is that?
0: Saratoga is definitely a DVC resort because it it has that, you know, and I don't know why Disney, you know, moves away from marketing terms that they used back, you know, in the day because I think they nailed things a long time ago. Then they step away from them, but they used to call the DVC resorts the home away from home resorts, right? And that is what makes... You know, these deluxe villa accommodations at places like Old Key West and Saratoga Springs and Kidani Village. I mean, they make them where it's a destination in itself. You don't have to go to the theme parks. And when you have, you know, all these basically mini feature pools located around the resort, not just one feature pool where you can stay for the day because you can get hot food. You can get
1: drinks, you know, and it's a destination in itself. Yep, for sure. And we haven't even touched on the, the Springs pool. Now, there's no food or bar at that one. But when you're in the pool, you can see Disney Springs. <laughs> like, how cool is that? Like, you're in there swimming and you look out and you can see Disney Springs from the pool. So you don't be too bummed about the High Springs pool being down. Yeah, it's a cool, like, main feature pool. Lots of action. Lots of, you know, cool slide and all the food and beverage but you get the food and beverage at the other pools. And I would just say pool, pool hop throughout the week. Like, you're, down, they're, they're, you're there 10 days. I hope you take advantage of all the pools and kind of alternate which ones you go to you will not be disappointed.
0: That's a good idea. Okay, now, have you done the extended evening hours for the Deluxe Guest? Because I have not done those.
1: I have. I've done it a couple times. I've done it once when I was saying that Saratoga, in fact. So what did you think? Like, is it worth the effort? I think so. So, and you'll hear this a lot. Like, it kind of depends on, because they're only doing it at um, Epcot and Magic Kingdom. So Epcot could be a little more of a challenge because there's more... Like, it's bigger. There's more separation, right? Like, if you want to go from, like, if you're in the back of the park, you got Ratatouille, and then you want to do Soren, like, that's going to be, like, a hike. Where at Magic Kingdom, you can get off one attraction, then boom, you're on another one. So, definitely found more value doing it at Magic Kingdom. But um, I think they're great. Um, It's just, you kind of, like, you scan your Magic Band or your park ticket, you know, so you can prove that you're staying at, you know, a deluxe resort. They let you into the line. It's just, like, an old-school standby line. goes pretty quick. Um, keeps moving along and man, like if you're staying at a, if you're staying at a deluxe resort, definitely take advantage of yeah, it lands totally. on one of your nights. Like you kind of be silly not to, unless you're just like, so exhausted, but maybe plan for that. Like take a midday nap and plan to go back at night and the parks are alive at night, like a totally different, like, you know, vibe that you had earlier in the day. So definitely take advantage of it.
0: Yeah. I would say totally do it. Cause they're going to be there for such a long time. Right. I mean, you do it on those nights and that sounds like a great pool day night go into the evening hours because again you know not everybody has access to that and you usually stay value you know like this is a perk you're paying for use it yeah i mean at least go use it take advantage of it go you know go early in the trip and if it's not your vibe if it's too late it wasn't your thing then you know but like you know hey we went on the second day of the trip and it was awesome take advantage if there's one or two more throughout your stay so i would do that All right, Kate's got an email here. She says, hey, Mike, Ricky, Pam, and Scott, not much of a question is an answer. On last week's show, you were talking about the flowers on the top of cocktails and the waiter saying you could eat them. There are loads of flowers that are edible. I used to work for a national trust, a bit like national parks, but they uh, covers really old houses and estates here in the United Kingdom. The head gardener at our site used to do talks. One of my favorites was her botanicals for drinks. Here's some info for you. And she sent me a big link. And she says, I uh, hope this reassured you, Kate and Benjamin from the UK. So we, Pam and I were talking about that we've had these drinks from Walt Disney where they've served us, where they're like, sure, you can eat that plant. You know, that You know, that thing on the top, it's edible, but it looks kind of... Plasticky and like you know Paige is eating those or Mallory's eating those I'm like it's kind of weird looking but have you ever had like those super fancy because you get more fancy drinks than I you always get the fancy drinks at at the place (laughs) I like fancy
1: drinks um but this is good information to know I'll be honest I usually stay away from those like I mean not to stay away from the drinks but I stay away from the the edible flower thingy that's on the cocktail uh, but maybe maybe uh, on my next Walt Disney World trip, I'll give it a shot, Mike, and report back.
0: you want to try it. Definitely. I mean.
1: I'll go live on Instagram and see,
0: it, see you if go. I survive. Just don't lick the toads or anything like that. I mean, that, that's a whole other story uh, in Colorado yeah. or something. Anyway, Kate, uh, Katie has a question. She's in, or Catherine, actually, down in South Carolina. Says, hey, Mike, Pam, Ricky, and Scott, I have a listener question for you. I booked a trip for January 31st through February 4th. At French Quarter, but availability has come up at Caribbean Beach, and I'm considering switching to be able to be on the Skyliner. I saw that the Skyliner is supposed to undergo refurbishment from January 22 to 29. Do refurbishments usually stay on schedule, or is it likely this could continue into my trip dates? Also, I booked our original trip, but if we switch, and you, uh, let's see, oh, that's just about the travel agency. She says, uh, P.S. I started listening to the podcast last summer while I was studying for my bar exam and it gave me something to look forward to during a tough summer. Thanks for all your help, Catherine. I will say it's good to know people that are going to be working in law unless you're coming against us, but at least you're a fan of the show. So you're on our side. That makes me feel good. And sorry that my Tigers beat your you know, Gamecocks down there. So don't hold that against us, especially since you will be a lawyer. No, just kidding thanks for listening to the show but uh I will say about the Skyliner it usually not again most of the they've it's only been around for a couple of years but the couple times they've done these uh these little refurbishments usually it comes out like a day or two early like it it again I'm totally jinxing you when I'm saying this but it does not usually run long it, if anything it usually they're a little
1: uh, conservative on the dates that's what I thought. I'd agree with that but that's open to. It's subject to change, though, right? There could be totally. some bad weather that delays whatever the project is, and they kind of get it done. So then it goes into, you know, January thirty first, February first, which could impact you if you do make the switch over to Caribbean. But um, but yeah, my, I think Mike's Mike's spot on. Like they usually stick to their schedule, and sometimes it's a little earlier. But just be open to know the fact that it could delay a little bit.
0: Yep. All right. Next question is from. Hollister, Hey, Mike, I'm so excited for my upcoming trip for my 30th birthday on November 27th. Somebody else has oh. that birthday, I know, uh, that you helped me plan. I have a few logistical questions to ask for peace of mind. I'm checking into Pop Century on Saturday, November 26th, but we'll be arriving at the hotel around 8 a.m. that morning because we're arriving via a red-eye flight. I'm pretty sure we'll be able to check our bags at the front counter and hang out at the resort and by the pool until the room is ready, but can you confirm if that is allowed or not? Correct mundo, Scott, how many times have you done exactly this? I've done
1: it many. so many times. Cause I always take the first flight out. I'm sometimes to the resort by like 9 a.m. just praying that my room's gonna be ready and it's not. But you know what I do? Just leave the bag with bells, leave the bags and bell services. They give you a little slip, they count how many bags you got. Normally with my family, even if it's like for three nights, it's like 15 bags because they just pack so heavily. Same. And then, uh, yeah, they give me the slip. And then when my room's ready, I just call down and um, just, uh, yeah, just tell them that I'm back in my room and they deliver the bags for you. I will say that you might want to have a couple bucks of cash because it's nice to leave a gratuity for those guys. I mean, they're working really hard for you and protecting your bags.
0: I always tip because, yeah, exactly. They're hustling. I mean, they really do hustle. And a couple things. You have two options once you drop your bags. You can go to the parks. And get going on that if you want. But, I mean, if you're tired from the red eye, I have many times. I mean, there's a couple of times that I remember remar- one was poolside at Pop and one was poolside at Coronado where I was so tired. And this was after driving. So it wasn't flying. It was after driving all night, like getting there in the morning just like this, falling asleep by the pool, waiting for my room to get ready and getting sunburned. Because <laughs> you just, you're just just like out, you know, and like you don't think about it. Because well, yeah. I think it was like in the wintertime, but it was, you know, summer down there. But yeah, you can totally do that. And now if you do your online check-in, they'll give you a text and you'll be ready to go. Uh, next question.
1: I'd recommend a though, like when, he does the, when they do the online check-in though, just make sure like you, you say like, hey, I'm arriving First at available. 8 a.m. or yes. whatever it is. It's not guaranteed you're going to get your room ready, but it might kick you up in a little bit of the priority too since they already have your bags and you're already checked in online. So
0: let's be honest here. Let's play a little honest game. When, okay, say your flight arrives at noon. When you do online check-in, do you say you're going to be there at 8 o'clock in the morning? I do. I, I just want my room to be ready. I do. I want my room. They don't know. You know, I'm a little aggressive. But there's nothing I get like getting win.
1: off the plane and then... There's nothing like getting off the plane and getting a text that your room is ready. I know.
0: I shouldn't do that. But, I'm you know, we could get a really aggressive till and you never know. <laughs> Who knows? Also, while I'm staying at Pop Century, until the following Saturday, December 3rd, I have a few friends are going to come and stay with me only for the first four nights of the trip. Since they aren't staying with me for the whole trip, do I just check them in at the front of the the front desk when we get to the resort? We're all taking the same flight to Orlando together. So we'll be arriving at the resort together. Yes. So if you have guests that are going to be in your room, but not for the length of the stay, they're called day guests. Just have them go to the front desk and you check them in there. So they only get charged for the nights. They're there. That's how you do that. Super simple. Also, I haven't been able to link my friends' tickets in the Walt Disney World app. Am I able... Sorry, I am able to link my parents' tickets just fine, but they're also staying on site in their own room at Pop Century, and I wonder if the difference is that my friends have park tickets without a room reservation, which makes them unable to link. I read online that we need to visit a ticket kiosk to help linking the tickets which we could do the day we arrive, but I just want to make sure I'm taking the easiest course of action. None of these three friends who are joining me have ever been to Walt Disney World before, and I haven't been to Disney World since 2016, and I was a cast member at that time through the Disney College program, so I'm pretty green as a Walt Disney World guest. So you should still be able to link your tickets into the My Disney Experience app, even without a room reservation. That should be able to happen if you have the profile set up. Now, there is a phone number, Halster, you can email me. I'll send it's 407 uh, because I give it out every day, all day. 407 939 4357. That is the number to the My Disney Experience Help Desk, and they can solve things like this. I mean, just they're awesome on that line. So, again, 407 939 4357, My Disney Experience Help Desk. They'll solve that issue for you right away. Lastly, is it possible to purchase Genie Plus for others in the Walt Disney World app? I'm hoping to do this for my friends on the day that we go to the Magic Kingdom. Thanks for your help. I am grateful for this podcast and all that you do. Best, Hollister. So you got to buy. So I've never purchased Genie Plus at Walt Disney World. I mean, and you actually, we had it included in our package at Disneyland. So if you could you purchase it for anybody else? I don't think you could. Yeah. Could you?
1: Yeah, as long as you're like synced up. If you're, As long as you're connected on like my friends and family on My Disney Experience. You can um, purchase it. You can just check box, check mark was in your group and make sure they have a valid admission or a ticket for that day. And then you can purchase it for your whole group. Cool. All right. Lisa's got a question here in the live chat. We're so glad to have her here.
0: She's usually here on time. I am unsure about Marceline's buffet on the Wish during breakfast and lunch hours. Are we allowed to go in and eat anytime we want or? and as many times as we want. I like the way you think, Lisa. I was like making sure I was reading that right. Uh, I believe, I mean, it, again, I haven't bet on the wish yet. I wish Pam was here for this one. We're going to be on the wish here soon with podcast crews. But I mean, the way the, the sit-down restaurants are set up during breakfast and lunch, I mean, there's they're not keeping track of who comes in and who comes out. So I guess you could go in multiple times and you can just basically it's drop in during business hours. They give you the hours that
1: they're serving and that's, I mean, I guess that's how it goes, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, I totally agree. As long as it's like, if it's anything like cabanas, like it, it should work exactly like that. You can just drop in and drop out it as you wish throughout the day. Now you t- oh, like you, how I did that as you wish. I like that. No, you do tend to go because I'm a like I'm a topsiders.
0: If I'm on the the wonder or something, I'm a uh, beach blanket. If I'm on the, you know, I, I like cabanas. I, I like the buffet. Cause I just like the speed of it. I just like all the options. I grab my own food, but you guys tend to go to the sit down places for breakfast, right? In lunch. You've
1: done that many times. Yeah, we do like, so the Royal palace on like the dream and fantasy, like we like to go to those because it's not a buffet. So like you can order off a menu. Sometimes it's a little bit different than what you would see like at the main restaurant too. So it gives you some different options. So we like to do at least one of those at cruise for breakfast and lunch. Just to switch it up so it's not always Cabanas. Good call.
0: All right. Sean says, greetings from Walt Disney World. Epcot was packed today. Hollywood Studios tomorrow. The Magic Kingdom on Wednesday. Hoping to see Yeehaw Bob on Wednesday night. It's a small bar. How early should I get there? Okay, so it's a Wednesday night. I believe Bob goes on at 8. I would get there by at least 7. Grab a spot, grab a drink, relax. 7 o'clock is what time I would get. There. On, a, on a Saturday night, I might get there a little bit earlier. But on a Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, you'll be good. I would get there. Say you think?
1: I agree. That's what I would do.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see your next question. Early park entry lister question from Heidi. Hey, Mike and the BOGP crew. My husband and I and our three daughters are heading down to Walt Disney World the Monday before Thanksgiving, and I have two questions for you. The first question is about early park entry. Our vacation package that we booked through Disney includes seven day park tickets and a six night stay at Port Orleans Riverside. We'll be using four of our seven day park tickets while we stay at Riverside and then be using the remaining three day park tickets while we stay with my husband's family at an off property resort. So my question is. Because those seven-day park tickets are tied to our Riverside Reservation, will we be able to use early park entry on all seven days, or will early park entry expire as soon as we check out of Riverside? So, the way I'm reading this is, you I mean, early park entry is for on-site guests, so it is only accessible when you are staying at Riverside. So, I don't, it's kind of, I'm trying to see. They're staying six nights at Riverside in the package. But it looks like they're only going to be sorry the typing is super small in this. It's like an eye test. <laughs> I'm like squinting. But uh <laughs> yeah, so you have to be checked into the resort for the for them to be able to see that you're an on-site guest. So yeah, it's for the days where you're checked in. My second question is, can right, guests Yep, that's exactly how it works. Yep. And my second question is, for guests staying at Riverside, can they also use the French Quarter main pool? Absolutely. Those two resorts, you can hop back and forth, and that pool's a lot of fun. And slide down the sea serpent's tongue. It's got a great little bar next to it, so that's a lot of fun. She continues, uh, thanks so much for all your help on this. I'm a huge fan and haven't missed an episode since I first started listening in 2020 when we took our very first trip to Disney World. What a time to take a first trip, 2020. That's awesome. It was truly magical, and I know you, Pam, Scott, and Ricky made my preparation for that trip so much easier. Thanks again. Heidi is in Boise, Idaho, so how about that? Home of the what? what? What do you think of when you think of uh, Boise? You kind of just said it, but I think of the Blue Turf. Yes, yeah, exactly. It. Home of the Blue Turf. Exactly right. That's college football. All right. Another listener question coming in. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. Oh, that one. Uh let's see. You got that one already. How about a Marathon Weekend listener question from Anthony? Hey, Mike and the gang. I'll be down for Marathon Weekend running my first dopey challenge and staying at Pop Century. Me too. And me too, except it's not my first, but I'll be at Pop and I'll be running Dopey. Not fast, but I'll be running. My family will be coming down with me to celebrate and run the 5K with me. However, they will need to break away and fly out early on Sunday. They have a 10 a.m. flight booked with Mears Connect picking them up at 7 a.m. I started questioning if this was doable with all the roads closed on property. Do you think they should take the 7 a.m. flight out, pick up from Pop Century at 4 a.m., or even the last flight out on Saturday? I'm looking forward to meeting fellow lizards over Marathon Weekend. Thanks, Anthony, is in Evansville, Indiana. You know what? Anthony's thinking. Because now that I think about it, that that is is not going to work. Like, Mears is not thinking. I don't know. Like, that is... If the flight is at 7 a.m. and they're picking them up at 4 a.m., just because of how long the lines have been it at, even at early in the morning like this at MCO, like this is going to be extremely tight because those roads are a nightmare on that Sunday morning because World Drive is going to be a mess. Um uh, Buena Vista Drive is going to be that bus is going to have a hard time and I don't know that Mirrors Connect has considered this on this morning with this pickup time I this it's this, tight. it's I, tight, wouldn't sleep.
1: I wouldn't do it What do you think? It's tight and then then I don't know like is that the final pickup like are they going to go to another are they going to try to go to another resort That's after true. yours like yeah, that makes exactly. me nervous too
0: Yeah I so would you switch to late the last flight on I would switch to the last flight on Saturday night cuz I mean, yeah, you're gonna get one more night at the hotel, but you're getting up at four in the morning. Any, you know, you're getting up at like. I know three. that's the thing. Like,
1: you're going to want to like sleep and like not stress about them. Like, I don't know. Like, I I would almost go with the Saturday night one to be safe.
0: Yeah, you just logistically on Sunday morning of marathon. I'm just telling you, like the runners are the people that have the best way to get around, because I mean, how many times have we seen? I mean, talk to Phil, our friend who's down in Florida now, who used to be in, uh, in Indiana. I mean, we've had friends that, I mean, even the run Disney buses don't get the runners to the start area on time because the roads are such a mess. We've had people like running to the start line. And I mean, they got on the bus like an hour and a half before the race was supposed to start. It, They're going literally like a mile and a half. And it, It's, it's a logistical mess on Sunday until probably early afternoon. It's a mess. I, yeah, I would do the last flight. out.
1: Yeah. Not trying to like change your plans or anything, but like the safer call would be Saturday. I mean, you can chance it on Sunday, but like, I, I don't like chancing flights (laughs) very often. That's the one thing I don't like to take a chance on and Mike hit it. Exactly. Like it's going to be logistically a nightmare to navigate through all the road closures, 26 miles of road closures. Is a pain in the neck to deal with, they're
0: everywhere on Sunday because I mean, I mean, think about it like it,
1: it, the race it's goes everywhere. everywhere. It it's does. World Drive, it's Buena Vista Drive, it's Osceola Drive, yeah. Western Way like every direction that you can go. It's it's going to be closed, trust me.
0: We know because we see every inch of those drives and it stinks <laughs> until you're in the park. So, yeah, it's like brutal. Uh, here's a question Very Merry Christmas Party podcast question, BOGP crew. I had a question with regards to the very Merry Christmas party. We're going down in December for one of the parties. And I was wondering if you thought it was worth it to get genie plus in order to stack lightning lanes for the couple of hours for when you can enter the park and when the party actually begins thoughts. Thanks for all the help and laughs, Daniel. I'm going to let you take a stab on that. Cause I have thoughts on this one, but I'll let you, I'll get your thoughts first.
1: I, I probably wouldn't. Um, correct because you're not i mean i guess like i don't i don't understand the stacking process that well but like so i guess you're getting some value there right because i feel like you're going to get the most value of genie pluses if you're there at rope drop and you're doing as much attract attractions as you can throughout the day and getting more genie plus with the stacking like you have to wait every two hours and you're just at the hotel or wherever like you're not taking advantage of it at, at, that much so i would almost I'm going to stay away from that plan, Mike. I don't know what you're thinking.
0: No, I was thinking the same thing. One, you're paying a premium to go to the Christmas party as it is. You're already paying a premium for those hours. You know, if you're going to go into the party at 4 o'clock, just, you know, do what you can there and save the money. You're right. You could stack and get a few attractions in, but I just don't see that it's going to be worth, especially like three or four people, because it's going to be at least 15 bucks a person, probably 20 in December, maybe more. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, do you want to drop another 80 bucks? I mean, how could you spend that money another way? You know, a merchandise or, you know, some kind of a, you know, upgrade a meal, have a good, you know, spend that 80 bucks towards going over to Kona and before the party, have an early dinner, you know, put that 80 bucks towards that meal. Or That's what I would do because you're only going to get probably three attractions out of it. I don't, I don't know. I would say no, because you're already, you're already going to have a great experience that night. I don't think you would
1: i don't think you're gonna make
0: it that much better by buying genie plus yeah
1: and don't stress about it because like it might not even work out how you were expecting too. you might not even get the attractions you were hoping for to stack so i would do the sure thing just go to the party at, at four o'clock when you can get in and then just just enjoy your time there and like mike said enjoy all the festivities of the party and I wouldn't worry about genie plus that day at all
0: all right. Lori's got a question. Hey, BOGP crew. I'm planning a surprise Disney trip for my daughter and it's taken all of my willpower not to tell her about it early. I do not know how people hold surprises from their kids. I've never done it. I couldn't. I, I don't have any willpower. What are some fun ways that you've surprised others with a Disney trip? Well, I just said, I can't, I don't, I've never done it, but I've heard a lot of people. Um, I've thought that it would, that I could have this podcast playing when I pick her up from school to break the surprise. Thank you all for making Disney planning so much fun. Lori. Now, I will tell you that one day, back in the day, I think it was our second podcast cruise. I think this is our sixth or seventh. We're doing this July. But on the second one, we had a, a wife surprise a husband with the podcast cruise. And we called him live on the air to tell him that he was going on the cruise. And we put it on the show. So we've done crazy stuff like that. So, Lori, if you want to do something nuts like that, just tell me. We'll figure it out. But, um, I mean, we could announce it on, on, on a future show. I, w- I would do that here on the podcast. I'll call your daughter out and let her know she's going to Walt Disney World on a particular podcast if you want me to. So give me a holler. But, I mean, you could wrap you could a guidebook. You could wrap a Mickey Mouse doll. You know, all the tradition. We've had people do scavenger hunts you know, like where they go all around the house and find little trinkets and gizmos and gadgets. And then the, you know, the big reveals in the bathroom with some balloons and stuff like that. I don't know, Scott, you're, you're more creative than I am with this kind of stuff. What do you think?
1: So, yeah, we have done it a couple of times. We did it once for Christmas and once for our birthday. So once was for a birthday, there was, it was both like opening up a present and like something that was wrapped. So it was, it was going to be the last year, the Osborne lights at the studio. So we we plugged a whole bunch of lights like that were battery operated, like Christmas lights, into a box for Emily's birthday. She opened it up, and boom, like were those lights and a little note saying, You get to see the Osborne lights this Christmas or whatever. Um, uh, so that was kind of fun. And then it was for our first cruise, we bought a bunch of balloons. I've heard a lot of people do this. We bought a bunch of balloons, like Disney balloons. Or like, I think we even found like a Sailor Mickey somehow. Like, I don't know how we did that. Maybe, maybe I'm re- maybe I'm not thinking that right. Maybe it was a Sailor Mickey plush that we had in there. But when Emily opened it up on Christmas morning, boom, like all these balloons jumped out of the box. That's what it was. And then there was like a sailor Mickey plush that had a note saying, You're going on a cruise in like 30 days or whatever it was. So I like the scavenger hunt idea, like Mike calling. Tell me someone getting a call from mike rawman telling you that you're going on a vacation sounds like pretty awesome it was all that three of us we,
0: be the best we somehow right we it was like a morning zoo show we had pam and ricky and myself we all three got on a skype call and called the hoods in indiana i remember that like we surprised them sad thing is they ended up not going on the cruise because <laughs> of circumstances but it was all oh, it was such a cool such a cool <laughs> bad lover. karma i know it was so bad <laughs> But it was such a fun like thing to do, like the excitement to be a part of that. So, uh, yeah, and we have a lot of folks. Jessica in the live chat says her kids went around the house and found letters that spelled out Disney dream because three days later they were sailing on the Disney dream and they had to put it all together. Uh, Len says we made a jigsaw uh, puzzle that said we're going to Walt Disney World. So how cool is that? You can make a puzzle. Uh, let's see, man. We have creative. Listen, Rhonda Lee up in uh, Nova Scotia. I wrote a card from Cinderella and Buzz inviting my niece and nephew to Disney. It included some suggestions that I thought would be. Uh, wait, we got so many coming in now, it's rolling past. Um, that they would like. Diane says we planned <laughs> a road trip and told the kids we're going to New York, which they weren't happy about. <laughs> okay and then we pulled into the airport and recorded the moment we told them we're going to disney instead so i guess disney would be better than new york Uh, take that and chad says have her open the uh, magic bands box at a restaurant that was fun had the church van all decorated and pulled up to the house at 5 a.m we woke them and told them we're told them the church van was here and we had to go now then they saw the mickey stuff on it i mean look at this we have Boom! We just—you asked that question, and the chat room came alive with so creativity, many creative ideas. <laughs> exactly, man. I'm <laughs> terrible awesome. at this, but there it is. All right, Lori. So there you go. You got some ideas. All right. Last question of the day is from Len here in the live chat, Spartan fan out in Maryland. My good buddy says, "What are the chances that the railroad's going to be operational when we arrive in the world the first weekend of December?" My guess is the train will open with Tron. I would say it could open. There's yeah. no reason that they couldn't open before that. The train should open before Tron because there's no connection to the two, but they're just kind of, I don't know. I don't know if it's done yet in December is three weeks away. I don't know. Two weeks. No, three yeah, weeks. I, I know it's, it's crazy to think December is not know, that know, far. I can't, away can't believe it's that close. We're halfway through November. I know. So, I mean, would you but, think,
1: yeah, uh, I agree. Like, yeah, I mean, Mike, we've been off on Tron from the, from day one on uh, all our predictions. And then the railroad question, too. So, like, I almost want to give an answer at this point because I've been so off on everything with my dates that I'm guessing. But I'm I'm in line with you. I say they're going to open simultaneously with Tron and the railroad same day.
0: So, let's do this one. Let's say it's not going to be open when you get there. And then if you, if you roll in, you hear,
1: doot, doot,
0: just be excited and jump on that. So, yeah. Yeah. Here's the deal, and I'll be, no kidding, this is this is no joke. When we get to ride the train again at Walt Disney World, and again, this makes me sound like I'm 85 and I'm the grandpa from the Waltons, but I'm just saying, when we get to ride the train again at Walt Disney World, it just is going to feel right. It's going to feel so good again because it's been gone so long at this point. When we got to ride the train, and this is a little bit different, but when we got to ride the train at Disneyland in July, now again, this is the original train. This is why Disneyland is is there. This was the connection to Walt. This is the original, man. This is what I wanted to do more than anything. I wanted to ride the train at Disneyland, but because we haven't ridden the train at Walt Disney world for so dang long, it made it even better. Like it just like to sit there and to hear that. clack, 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 clack. You know, as we went around the park and got to see just the, how the train is perfectly decorated, the narration, like, when we get to get back to that at Walt Disney World, it's like one more tick that things are getting right again. I mean, do you feel the same? Am I is that hyperbole? But I mean, I, I love the train at Disney World.
1: It's something that's been missing for way too long. Um, when you go to Magic Kingdom and you're you think you're having a great Magic Kingdom day, you've done all these great attractions, you know, you've had some good eats, been on the People Mover, whatever, seen the sights, but then. One thing that's missing is that train, the sound of the train too. You were just talking about that. You miss that sound. Like you don't notice, like, I guess you don't really notice it until I guess if you heard it, then you'd be like, oh my God, I haven't heard that sound in years in the Magic Kingdom. So I agree with you, Mike. It is something that brings so much value to the park that is just missing. And I can't wait for that moment when it returns.
0: I think too, it makes your stay better if you're at Wilderness Lodge, if you're at the Contemporary, if you're at the Polynesian or Grand Floridian, like you just hear, like subconsciously you hear things like, you know, the ferry boat, you hear the train, you know, it's just, it, it's a part of the whole magic of the bubble that, you know, you're in a, yep. you're in a place where you hear steam trains and you hear ferry boats going around. You just don't hear that anywhere else. Anyway, thanks for the great questions. And we'll do this again next Wednesday. It'll be our pre Thanksgiving extravaganza. So if you have a question you want answered, not about preparing the bird, but we can try. Send those to Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. We'll get to those next Wednesday. As always, our shows are brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. I'm standing by right now to help you plan a great Disney vacation. So if you want to do that this week, pre Thanksgiving, let's get it going. Swing by SwingbyTheMagicForLess.com. We'll plan a Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Just while you're at the site, fill out that free, no obligation quote form. Put as much information on that quote as you can. We'll get that rocking and rolling for you right away. We'll get you the best price possible and get you some little goodies too for booking with The Magic for Less. So check them out today over at magicforless.com Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It is almost Black Friday, but I don't even think that exists anymore. It's Black November. It's Black Fall. It's been going on since August. Just when you shop online, do us a solid. Help out the show. It takes you right back to the site. You get to shop just like normal. Just click through com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the show. You guys make all this possible. You allow us to put out more podcasts than anybody else on the planet. I'm I'm so lucky that we get to do this. I love doing the shows. And we just keep putting them out and out and out. And it's because of our patrons. So if you wouldn't mind joining us on Tuesdays, you get that bonus show, Mike in the Midwest. Come on over to patreon.com. Slash be our guest podcast. Give Scott a follow on the social media at @epscot, EPScott, E P S I'm at BR guest, Mike. You can figure out how to spell that. You're smart. And uh, we'll see you on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll be back again on Friday with a fun show. I have an idea. I think you're going to enjoy. And uh, of course, tomorrow you get the replay of the Sunday night life calling show. That was a hoot. I mean, it got out of control at the end. Boys to men, marathon weekend. Disney, if you don't take us up on this idea, I mean, even if you don't normally listen to the Thursday shows, you got to listen to the one from th- that's going to hit the feed tomorrow. I mean, it's, it's not even a million dollar idea for marathon Sunday. It's a billion dollar idea and it involves into the road boys to men in mile 26.1. Just telling you, don't miss tomorrow's <laughs> podcast. All right, we're going to be back again with Ricky and Scott on Friday, so I hope you will too. So for Scott, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon.
1: You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.